baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Back after a couple of days of vacation. Happy to be back. Uh, 56 degrees. The sun's trying to poke through the clouds downtown. Not really making it, but it's trying. This could turn windy around 10 o'clock and be windy through around 1. So not a real good day to go fishing if that's what you got planned. Highs of 63 eventually. Mark Rosa joins us, president, CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Help you manage your money. How you doing, Mark? Tommy, happy Friday. Welcome back. Thank you, sir. You are a CEO of a, of a, of a, um, uh, and president CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. I, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I did spend the four days trying to get paperwork straight and shredded and cleaned and all that stuff. How do you keep that from building up? Do you have any hints for everybody, or do you just have oh, stacks absolutely. and stacks of papers? No, stacks of paper went out. I used to have several uh, back in the day. Between that and, and things that I had to keep for, from the, for the university, class records and all that, that builds very quickly and gets out of hand even more quickly. Well, what I did was I was introduced to a copy machine. Uh, this might have been around Katrina-ish time, maybe mm-hmm. a few years before, that had a scan feature that will turn your paper into a PDF. You keep it on your computer forever, and you don't notice the piles of paper around. The rest went into the shredder. So now, on a routine basis, I could scan something in, create a PDF uh, file, put it where you want to, a folder in your computer, and uh, and back up your hard drive periodically. It's amazing end of it. how quickly it'll get out of hand, isn't yeah. it? Absolutely right. It's it's a monster within your own house. It takes over. Let's talk about a monster with the Fed and what's happening there. And I I don't know. I I, I still don't know how the economy is doing. Inflation is bad, but they're not going to raise interest rates. Talk me through all of this before we get to managing your money. Well, Tommy, you know, we were going to do the second segment on deposit insurance. And so I think there's still a bit that that our listeners could benefit from. But this past, you know, it brought back a lot this past week, the Fed met. We've been talking about that what seems like a long time and over the past couple of years since they started their rate-raising campaign. And it, it, it's been so aggressive. I've said this many a time, so aggressive uh, against the banking industry. I mean, that's the, the Fed is the, is the nation's central bank, and what they do is largely influenced through the banking system. That's how they get a lot of their work done. So they're, them increasing interest rates, it, it's not – it's not just they increased rates; it increased very rapidly. So, I'll use another example for people: if you know, if, if the price of a gallon of gas went from two dollars to three dollars, but it took ten years to do it, nobody would say anything. If it did overnight, you'd have everybody saying everything about how rapid it went up, and you can't afford the difference, and it caught people by surprise. Well, when the Fed was raising rates, deposit rates were going up, so the savers finally got rewarded for two decades of next to zero rates. They they enjoyed that and understand that. But when you're trying to run a financial institution, you're basically taking deposits and loaning them out to others. And we couldn't make loans fast enough as an industry to pay for the deposit increases. So what it does is put you in a pinch. And it could it could lead to things like Silicon Valley Bank that we saw in the spring, 
to other banks of similar size, hundreds of billions of dollars in total assets, they're gone. Okay, so that pressure was brought to bear very quickly, and that, that's just from Fed action. Another thing I noticed was, and you know, seeing that the government spends 4% or, or 30-year bonds, government bonds, are paying about 4%, so basically that's a bill to the government. And then when you look at something that you and I would do, like get a mortgage for 30 years, it was double that amount. It was 8%. Wall Street Journal uh, rate block shows 8.25%, 8.28 to be precise, was the highest rate in the past 52 weeks. That was just in the fall, just a few weeks ago, in a matter of comparison. So it's like, how? why is that 100% difference? Because we, we had an unknown future. The Fed kept toying with the idea, we're going to keep going, keep going, higher rates, longer times. They kept saying that. So baked into your lending scheme has to be, well, I've got to charge enough to get ahead of this potential rate rise, and that's where you had 100% difference. My memory was telling me that if the government's paying 4%, people normally pay 6 6.5% a credit uh, pricing, so it had to be higher than what the government pays because the government has a printing press, and generally people do not. So they're not going to default on their obligations. People can. Something could happen financially, and the house goes into foreclosure. So they come out this past week, and I didn't listen to the whole transcript, but Powell was basically saying, well, okay, we're not raising rates today, meaning this Wednesday, and we're looking for three. I'm surprised he was so specific because he didn't have to be. Mm-hmm. We're looking at potentially three rate decreases in 2024. Well, to say the market went crazy is an understatement. The Dow was up over 500 points, hit an all-time high at over 37,000. It's still there uh, this morning. And it's the 30-year rate came from uh, basically hovering in the, in the high sevens and the early eights. It's right now the average rate on 30-year mortgage drops to 695. That was the day after he talked about rate differences. So the enthusiasm that had to be put into the rates for charging people 8% because you're worried about future pricing, that that bubble, that that wind in, in that increase came down very, very quickly. So that was like a one point or more drop in 30-year rates in 24 hours. So that's fantastic to the mortgage business and fantastic for people that may have you know, when I play with the calculator on some of this, it's like sometimes, depending on the, what the ingredients are, a quarter of a point difference could lead somebody to go refinance their mortgage. And the, and the bigger the difference, the more it's worth refinancing. So for this to have dropped a full point, maybe maybe a point and a quarter for some people, by all means, check that out. Use the calculator on the on the credit union's website. Play with refinancing alone. You could put in the figures of your mortgage. You could see what that difference would be. And now all the financial institutions have to catch up with this difference in the rate. But it's good news for the economy. It's good news for the housing market. It's good news for people that could find a little room in refinancing some of the largest purchases they've ever made, meaning a house. Mm-hmm. But it went to show, Tom, I was just amazed. It went to show how quickly that can change. I had people calling me said, oh, the Fed lowered rates. No, they did nothing. Did nothing at all. They just talked about lowering rates. And and that steam came out of especially the 30-year rate. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have so much come out of something that's short-term. A six-month signature loan or something is not going to change that much. But it had to be built because of the long-term nature of mortgage. But it's taken – you know, drop to my knees, you know, to set a prayer, maybe taking some pressure 
off the financial system going into 2024. But they even were referencing the things that you and I had talked about earlier uh, this year, early in the fall, that we have so much commercial real estate that might be threatened with default because the rate came up too high too fast and contracts are coming due. A lot of commercial real estate has vacancy rates that are not going to be conducive to to a long-term business model there. So it's fragile. And I think, you know, they're not lowering rates just to give people an early Christmas present or talk of lowering rates. They're lowering rates because there might be trouble ahead. So all all of the enthusiasm that's in the stock market right now, just, you know, it's kind of tread cautiously into that because the Fed lowers rates because there's a need to. There's a need to boost the economy because there's weakness. So be careful going into the spring. Um, all but, that happened but, very quickly. But they were ra- the interest rates and all this started because of the economy and inflation. And I, when I go to the grocery right, store, I don't, I don't see inflation coming down any. Do you see prices coming down on anything? Well, uh, uh, like cars came down, gas came down, big ticket item, you know, energy comes down. Mm-hmm. So that's good news. So we, I'd like to think that that's going to work its way into, uh, if you know, if the if, Groceries want to sell groceries because that's their business, and people want to sell what what their business does because mm-hmm. that's their business. They want to make have more sales. So competitively, if if the pressure is coming off from food food or energy, that should translate in some decreasing prices. So we we saw that with gas of late. We saw it with cars. Mm-hmm. The car dealerships are having trouble getting rid of uh, existing inventory, mm-hmm. and it's the time that would be. You know, we we might see some. We'll talk about this more Monday when we talk about CPI and PPI. But if we need to see negative numbers there, meaning that prices have gone down, we do see if you've singled out gasoline, we've certainly seen a decrease there. That was a negative growth rate or decrease. So it's it's I would love that to translate into uh, decreases in other prices on on things that we buy routinely, like you say, in food. Mark, I appreciate your time as always. Those calculators there, jeffersonfinancial.org, and you can't hurt anything. You just go in the middle of the page. They got um, manage, your, everybody. manage your money, plan your future with our financial calculators. The computer's not going to blow up. No salesman will call, um, but you can go put the numbers in there. Thank you, Mark. Very valuable information. Appreciate Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday, all right? You too, sir. Thank yes, you, sir. sir. Mark Rosa, president and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. So some good news potentially on the horizon for the economy and for our 401k, 754, 6 till 8. Traffic now, WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 